0: Hello Giants fans and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio part of your SB Nation family of podcasts and as we wind our way through the off season we're trying to uh find out as much as we can about some of the Giants draft choices the new young players who hopefully will help the Giants take another step forward toward uh eventually overcoming the, the hated Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, here today to uh, help me talk about uh, third-round pick Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee is Terry Lambert of SB Nation's Tennessee website, Rocky Top Talk. Terry, thank you very, very much for uh, for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Ed. Hey, so, so let's talk about Jalen Hyatt. Uh, and I have to... St- Start here Giants traded up to get Hyatt at number seventy three in the third round those who follow Tennessee, how do you guys feel how do you guys look at the fact that he that he was still on the board that far into the draft
1: well that's a little bit of a loaded question um i I think people know people have questions about this Tennessee offense. Um, any college football fan last year saw what Tennessee did. They did it with tempo. They line up their receivers quite literally at the out of bounds markers on both sides of the field. So they're going to spread you all the way out. They're going to run a play every 17 seconds. So they're going to put a lot of stress on the defense. So, you have to be able to evaluate a player like Hyatt and say, okay, was this Jalen Hyatt or was this the brilliance of Josh Heupel? Um, so, so that's where it comes into play. It's a lot like the Art Briles baylor offense from back in the day. Um, so that naturally has some questions. So it, it's, it's less about Hyatt, it's more about what did this Tennessee offense do for Hyatt? Um, so, so that's why I think he tumbled. Um, you know, we we can talk about, and I'm sure we will, uh, the lack of size, uh, the lack of physicality, and stuff like that. But I think when you get down to the nuts and bolts, I think people had too many questions about the Tennessee offense and how it translated to the NFL.
0: So, let's talk about that Tennessee offense a little bit. And you, you know, you said that the hard part of the evaluation is, you know, how much of it was Hyatt and how much of it was the offense. And we saw, I mean, if you look at his pure numbers, they went he went from twenty-one catches in twenty twenty one to sixty-seven catches, twelve hundred and sixty-seven yards and fifteen touchdowns right. in twenty twenty-two. So, how much is the offense, and and how much is Jalen Hyatt? How much is he just different?
1: Okay, so uh, an important part of this is uh, Jalen was on pace to do this last year um, in, in 2021. He got hurt against Pittsburgh, which was, I believe, the third game of the year. Um, he he was operating out of the slot. He had. Five or six catches in the first half of the of Josh Heupel's first half of uh, as Heupel's um, first game, so he was going to be a big part, but he got hurt. So when he got healthy, that was mid season, and he had kind of fallen out of rotation. So Cedric Tillman had emerged by then. Tillman was was eating all targets. Uh, Javante Payton, thealess um, Jones Jr. Uh, stole a lot of his targets. So uh Hyatt had to wait his turn even though it was his turn. He got hurt and it just he kind of fell out of favor. So he comes back 2022. This was still Cedric Tillman's show. Um Tillman got hurt uh fourth game of the year and that's when Hyatt really shined. I mean, he became the focal point of the offense. He was the focus. He was getting all the targets. Tennessee was scheming him up. So uh, that that's why you see the big jump. Uh, I think he could have done it in 2021. So I wouldn't too, but put too much stock into his lack of production in 2021. Uh, I, I'm going to chalk it up to um, him getting hurt, falling out of favor. Josh Heupel said he needed to learn some things and grow up. He absolutely did. I mean, that, that, that much is clear. Uh, he became a, a leader on this Tennessee team. So... Um, but, I mean, the, the results, once he got put in the spotlight, he sh- he shined. I mean, from that, from that Florida game, from that Alabama game, the LSU game, uh, in, in the biggest moments of the Tennessee season, he shined.
0: You know, the question, as you had mentioned, about the Tennessee offense, and I have studied it to an extent. You know, you watch it week in and week out. Um, I guess the question is, from a wide receiver standpoint, I mean, how how simplistic is it in terms of, of what these receivers are being asked to do? With? I look at it, you know, and my general impression is you're either going to run a slant, you're going to run a, you're either going to run a slant, you're going to run a hitch, you're going to run a deep route, or you're running a bubble screen. And that's it. Pretty much that's about it. Uh, you know based on whatever the you know whatever the whatever the the call is, you're running you know one of three or four fairly simple things. Am I pretty much on target with that?
1: You're, you absolutely are. Um, it, it, I said it was like the art browse offense uh, from the Baylor days. Think about what Baylor produced. you know you're talking about what Corey Coleman, um, Kendall Wright, Terrence Williams, a, a lot, a lot of those didn't work, and I I'm a bit of a draft guy uh, in my previous life, you know. You watch that tape, they're not running routes every every snap. Yeah, sometimes they're just standing up, uh, you know, a, a decoy, uh, and that's what the Tennessee offense is. So it it's very unique. Um, you're spot on. Uh, I mean, he has not run a a full route tree. Tennessee will uh you know, come back to you on that. They'll they'll come they'll say you know, you know, they, they've run a full route tree. They haven't. The the thing that I will come back to you with on Hyatt specifically, he committed to Jeremy Pruitt uh, and Jim Cheney, who ran a, a, a pro style offense at Tennessee. Um that was back in twenty twenty. He was a four star prospect. He torched Alabama as a true freshman. A lot of people don't don't remember that. They didn't go back that far. Um, that, that was really the first introduction to Hyatt that we got, and that was from an I-formation, you know, boring, vanilla pudding offense, I-formation play-action stuff. So he still has the ability to do it, in my opinion, um, in, in a pro-style attack. So that, there is a little glimmer of hope there, but you're absolutely right. He, he was limited in what he was asked to do with Josh Hyatt.
0: Yeah, and it's not saying that he can't do those things. It, yeah. It's just saying that there he isn't a lot on film that shows that yep. he, that he's done it. So maybe there's a bit more of a learning curve and a bit more of a question as to, mm-hmm. I think every wide receiver understands what a dig route is and what a post route is and what a double move is. They, It's just how much have they practiced it and how good are they at it. Because those windows in the NFL you have to be very precise in running those routes to to get open you have to be very precise so I think that's the question is is how well can he run those and and how quickly can he adapt to it?
1: right I, I totally agree uh, he, he wasn't asked to do that I mean uh, and, and going a little bit deeper into that um, on the line of scrimmage um, he wasn't he didn't face press coverage. Uh, Tennessee schemed him. They would put Cedric Tillman on, on the press, and they would let him handle that. But guess what? They would stack Jalen mm-hmm. Hyatt behind him. And what did that do? That gave Jalen Hyatt an, a, an ability to get free, an ability to get, get up to speed uh, without facing press coverage. So uh, that gave him three, four, five steps to get going. Uh, and once he gets going, he's gone, and, and nobody's going to keep up with him. That—that's the appeal of him. But Tennessee was really smart with how they used him, and nobody seemed to keep up with that. I, I mean, it—it it was hard. It was hard to scheme for because you're not going to man on man beat that. Um, you can throw a safety over the top, but Tennessee's got plenty of other options to throw the ball to. So uh, they were really smart with how they allowed him to get up to speed uh, and and how they let him work down the field.
0: Right. And I think one of the other things is if you're getting a lot of snaps in the slot, you're not really getting pressed anyway because you, you have a built in cushion to, uh, to begin with. Yeah, Yeah, I I
1: agree. Uh, That goes back. I I mean, they, they've lined him up behind left guard and just kind of, put him as an up-back and and let him hide and uh, let him run a wheel route. So they were really, really creative. Uh, They did not put him in positions where he was going to struggle to get off a press. They let him run. And that's a credit to the Tennessee staff. Is it the best thing for his NFL prospects? Probably not. But uh, it helped Tennessee win a lot of football games last year.
0: So what is your confidence level? in what kind of receiver he can be and you know I think most people look at Hyatt and think that he's going to wind up you know as a boundary type receiver in the NFL so what is your confidence level that he can transition to that and that he can can be at least a a good enough route runner you know to become a complete wide receiver at the NFL level
1: yeah, I think it's going to take some time. Um, it, it's something to where I probably wouldn't spend the first-round pick on, on Hyatt. You know, we saw uh, – I, I saw Hyatt at 25 to the Giants, a, a ton throughout draft season. That would be a little rich for me. You know, you're talking about in the third-round, top end of the third round. You get a guy with, with these sort of skills, this sort of speed, it's a gamble we're taking. Um, I, I think he's – He's fine. I, I, I think he, it will take him some time if you want to be want him to be that number two NFL receiver, that slot guy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time for him to truly develop, uh, learn the route tree, all of that. But the the cool thing with Hyatt is he's got this floor to him where if he's on the field and in the slot, I can almost guarantee you a safety is going to have to shade him. Uh, so that that's going to help out Saquon Barkley. That's going to help out all of these guys. Uh, this running game get that safety up out of the box. Give the defense something to worry about while he's developing. So um, he's got legitimate speed that you have to that you have to contend with. Um, so so I think that's the appeal of him. Is he just Deshaun Jackson? I think that's his ceiling. I, I don't know. Is he Paris Campbell? You know, that's probably his floor. Um, You know, Will Fuller, a a type like that. Uh, I I don't know. We'll have to see. But I I, I think he does give defenses something to have to worry about.
0: It's interesting. One of the guys at Big Blue View, Nick Filato, you know, took a look at at Hyatt and said, entering the league, he's kind of a a one-trick pony. Yeah. But it sure is a nice trick. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's a trick
1: that you can't teach, right? You know, yeah. it, you go back to that Alabama game. I, I mean, if you're not sold, just go go click on that Alabama game. Uh, those defensive backs couldn't couldn't hang. They couldn't keep up. And it's been a while. I'll just say this: it's been a while since Tennessee had an athlete that Alabama couldn't hang with.
0: Mm-hmm. Alabama
1: had no answers for Jalen Hyatt. I mean, he he just torched them five touchdowns. I mean, he's going to have a statue in Knoxville one day <laughs> uh, for, first, first time Tennessee's beat them since 2006. And it was all because of Jalen Hyatt. So that, that's a really special talent. It's a really special trick he's got.
0: Yes, it is. I was interested at the, uh, I think it was at the combine uh, might've been at a, at a, a pro day workout. The, the video that circulated of the Dallas receivers coach yeah. and The thing that I took from that wasn't so much the receiver's coach saying what he said, but what I really, what really got my attention was the fact that Hyatt stood up for himself, you know, and he was, he, he really, he kind of, he didn't get in the guy's face, but he defended himself. And I'm just curious, you know, what you guys thought of that. And if you were surprised, you know, maybe knowing him a little better than we do, and after three years at Tennessee, if, if you were a little bit surprised that he was, that that he stood up for himself that way.
1: Well, I, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I think he had heard the talk. You know, the whole dr- draft process has been about, oh, he can't run a hitch, he can't run a dig, he can't he can't do this, he can't do that. Um, he did a lot of things really well uh, I, I think that's where he's coming from and, and he's saying he's he's this elite athlete and he's gonna figure it out uh, mm-hmm. so uh, i i think i think he'll be okay i think he's got a good worth at work ethic um i the one thing i'll tell you guys is josh hypel called him out um in 2021 and he said he wasn't where he needed to be as a player he wasn't putting in the work he needed to do and that changed. He called him out, and, and he's, he's, boom, uh, the number one target uh, in 2022, the best Tennessee season we've seen since, gosh, uh, I, I guess since 1998, um, honestly. Um, so he's got a soft spot in our hearts. Um, he he was a big reason why Tennessee did what they did in, in 2022. And, and I, I got to give it to him. Heifel called him out, you know in this day and age, you can go hit the transfer portal tomorrow. He didn't. He stayed. He put in the work, and he became the number one target for Tennessee.
0: Was there some justification in uh, in Heupel calling him out?
1: Uh, I, I don't know that. Um, college programs are, are so closed off. Um, I'll say this. I was a big fan coming out 2020. Uh, I, I thought he could do a lot for this offense, but clearly Josh saw that something he wasn't giving at all he could give uh, but then, you know, clearly the results, the proofs in the pudding, um, uh, he, he came out and, and it played up to his potential in 2022. So it was really cool to see, uh, cool to go back and read what I wrote and what, what Josh said, and then, you know, compare it to what we saw last year.
0: You have a, other than the Alabama game, which I'm sure is top of the list. You have a, a favorite memory, favorite play. Uh, from uh, from Hyatt's time at, in uh, at Tennessee,
1: I do. I, it was LSU. It was this year. Uh, me and my family were down on the beach. Um, Tennessee was was undefeated at the time, and we still didn't really believe because we, as Tennessee fans, have been fooled before. And uh, we go down to LSU, and Hendon Hooker uncorks a deep shot, hits LSU right in the mouth. Jalen Hyatt catches it. Um, it, it's right in front of the Tennessee student section in Death Valley, and his speed was just unreal. Nobody could hang, nobody could hang, and and that was that was kind of the moment of arrival for Tennessee for that twenty twenty two season. So that that was kind of the moment where I knew it was real. I was like, okay, uh, well, Tennessee's got a shot to be something. So um, him and Hendon Hooker and Josh Heupel, that uh, Cedric Tillman. They they're really truly responsible for turning this Tennessee program around, so they'll all hold a soft spot in our hearts for, for pretty much ever.
0: You know he's he's not a big guy, he's, no, six, he's foot, six foot six yeah. foot and change, listed at Tennessee as one seventy five, and actually yeah. showed up at rookie minicamp at about one eighty eight, which is yeah, uh, which yeah. Is interesting. I hopefully he can maintain that weight. Uh, you is is it accurate to say that that maybe the you know contested catch might you know is something he hasn't really shown and, and maybe handling physicality at the line of scrimmage is something else that he's that That's he hasn't shown
1: it's very accurate um you know i always hate when guys throw on 10 12 pounds for the combine he he played at tennessee at 175 showed up at 186 at the combine i think uh so anyways he like I said, he hasn't gotten off the the jam. He he hasn't he, he just hasn't been tested in that way. He hasn't had to really truly con- make contested catches. Um, the funny part was in high school, watching his high school tape, I thought he was he was decent at that uh, coming out of South Carolina, but didn't really do that. Um, it, the Tennessee schemed him open so well. So it, it's kind of one of those things where I'm not saying he can't do it. It's just been untested. Right. Uh, so the, the Giants are really going to have to see what he's got in that area. I'm, I'm fascinated to watch it. Uh, but it, Tennessee schemed him open so well. He really just didn't have to
0: do any of that stuff. Well, it it is an interesting landing spot for Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. Because with Brian Dable and Mike Kafka, the Giants spent a lot of last year scheming, right, scheming their receivers open and not depending on guys to win one-on-one matchups. So it could be, you know, you guys sort of feel like it's a it's a good spot for, for Hyatt to land?
1: Well, I, I don't know enough about the Giants to really truly give you an accurate answer. I, I would say this, I, I just, I, I hope he doesn't go to a spot where they try to make him into this three-down receiver. You know, uh, I, I'm not comparing him to up Patterson, but... Patterson coming out of Tennessee, I, I knew if if they tried to make him this true receiver that was going to be a technician and run routes and all this, uh, it wasn't going to work. And guess what? It, the Vikings tried to do that and it didn't work. Uh, it wasn't until he got moved to running back it, it, that the athlete in him truly showed. So I, I think he's got he's got some big ability. I don't know if it's going to work as as a true receiver but he's going to have some big upside he's going to have some big spots he's going to he's going to blow the top off defenses so i hope he's schemed the right way i hope the giants are, are ready to use him in the right way uh, and, and not just uh, not just relying on him to go hey go beat this guy no mm-hmm. let let's, let him get up to speed let him be
0: special uh, put him in spots to win all right, Terry, I think uh, I think that's a, probably a good place for us to wrap it up. So appreciate your time. And uh, Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please remember to stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.